Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the host of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Berizaki. Welcome once again to Growing in Grace. I'm Joel Berizaki along with Mike Kapler getting together and talking about the grace of God growing in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is, as we talked about last week, the, the person who became sin. He became sin for us, Mike, so that we could become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And, and he's really done some, some wonderful things for us that we often, I think, in the church take for granted. And, and we kind of uh, sometimes get this mindset that you know the things that I do, the things that you do, the things that the people in the church do, we, we sometimes get this feeling that we're better than other people sometimes, and, and we forget that the only reason, and, and it's a great reason, but the only reason we're called righteous is because of what Jesus Christ has done for us. And uh, I, I just, I know that I used to walk with this kind of holier-than-thou attitude, Mike, <laughs> and I know some people who who have in the past and who have kind of, had their eyes open to the grace of God and understood that, you know what, I'm no better than anybody else. And uh, I, I just want other people to know this this same love and the same grace that I know. Well, Joel, I can, st- I can tell you still have that attitude because you said the word thou. Thou. Thou shalt not say that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. If they don't talk like me, I'm not, I don't want to spend any time with them. Hey, I, I don't mean to make fun of people, uh, so I hope this isn't misunderstood. Those who have been listening to us for a while, they, they know we like to joke around a little bit and have some fun, keep it lighthearted. Um, but have you ever listened to people pray? I mean, they speak perfectly good English when you're just talking with them in everyday life, but when they go to pray, they start doing the King James thing. I never really understood why <laughs> they did that. I think it's more spiritual, isn't it? <laughs> It's like a whole other language. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I don't know why people do that. I, there's this one guy I know that starts talking in, in thou's and in thy will and, and Lord, you love thy children, um, and, you know, stuff like that. And then, like you say, in normal everyday conversation, it's you don't hear that. So I don't know what the deal is with prayer. Well, you know, I don't know. If you, if you go to Bible college, do you have to take King James as a foreign language? <laughs> I, I'm not sure. That's right. You got to learn all the languages: Greek, Hebrew, and seventeenth century King James. <laughs> I, I thought it was. I thought praying in King James was like praying in other tongues, but I, I don't know. I mean, uh, of course, and and you know, for, again, for those who don't know us very well, we're we're just having a little fun here. But I, I think the point that we're trying to make, because I like the King James Bible, by the way, um, I, I like the harmony that it has to it. I, I have a new King James here in front of me right now, just because. I can understand that one a little bit better. But I think the point we're trying to make here is, you know, you can just be yourself with God mm. um, at all times. I mean, he, he knows you inside and out. Let's not try to be something that we're not, not even in front of others. I, I don't think that the Lord is looking for that from us. Well, I likest the King James to us, and for that reasonist, when I get with other people, ouch. yeah, I think you're definitely onto something because I... I know that in the beginning of my Christian life, and, and I've, I've really been trying to break free from this, but I have 
you know, had this fake plastic smile that I've put on when I'm around other people to make them think that it, it, at all times everything is just A-OK. And, uh, and, and like you say, in our language, in the way we talk, we start talking like we're trying to prove that we're just as spiritual as them or that we're more spiritual than them. Or for some reason we get this other, this other mode of, of, of being that's just totally fake. It's not really who we are. And sometimes that carries over into our relationship with God. In our prayers, maybe we think we need to talk, you know, the King James or more spiritual, like, oh, Lord, uh, you are so great. You are so wonderful. When really you're just saying, God, I need some help right now. You know, I just and we try to wing our way through these prayers in, in a spiritual way. And all that God wants us to be, I believe, is just just be yourself, be who you are with him. Well, and there is something I want to get to here before the program ends, Joel, but while we're on this subject, our pastor from our church had said something one time a number of years ago, at least several years ago, and it really kind of had an impact on me because, like a lot of people, I found myself doing this, and that is, you know, when you're really at ease with God in your prayer time, we were specifically talking about that, have you ever noticed how we use fillers? especially when we're praying with other people, but I'll bet it happens a lot even when it's just one-on-one with, with you and the Lord, uh, me and the Lord. And and that is what by fillers, I mean, we're, we're always using things like uh, the word Lord, for example. L- listen to people pray. Listen to yourself pray, and you'll be amazed at how many times you say Lord three or four times a sentence because, you know, you're, you're trying to think of what to say. But, Joel, when I'm talking to you, I don't use your name several times in a sentence well, or should. after every sentence. I mean, I, you, once in a while I might. It's ridiculous to keep saying, well, Joel, I, I went over to the baseball game yesterday, Joel, and, well, Joel, I also uh, ate supper, Joel, with my family, Joel. And, and sometimes we do that with the Lord. It's like, well, Lord, I, I just I just trust you today, Lord, and, and Lord, I, 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 I give my life to you, Lord. And, and we use these fillers, and, 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 you know, when we're talking with somebody that we know, uh, in life, uh, a friend, a spouse, whoever it may be, uh, we usually don't do that. And and so that really had an impact on me when, when uh, our pastor said that because it kind of gave me a little bit of a gut chuck, if I can use that expression, to think that maybe I'm not as as much myself in my fellowship with the Lord as as, as I would like to be. Yeah, just being real and, and, and not trying to overdo it and, and be something that we're not. And I know what you're talking about. My my big thing with, with prayer and that I've been breaking free from is uh, the phrase, thank you, Jesus. It's a great thing to say, but I'll find myself praying, and then it's like there comes a time when uh, some words aren't coming to my mind. I'm just, thank you, Jesus. Uh, oh, yeah, Lord, and then I need this. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And and I just keep repeating that phrase, and it's not so much that it's coming from my heart, but it's just a filler. And I, I you know, I don't think we, you know, we need to, we're, we're not by any means here, you know, condemning people who, who do this and, and condemning ourselves, bringing condemnations on ourselves. But like you say, Mike, it brings that kind of gut check. Uh, it, it brings... It kind of sheds light on what prayer really is. What is it that we're doing when we're talking with the Lord? Is it that is it we're just trying to find the right words? Are we just trying to to, to fill in uh, the time? You know, making sure that we're always talking, always saying something to God, or is it a, a conversation with a friend, a conversation with our Father who loves us and and who doesn't need all this all this uh, filler? You know, I yeah, and I I think that. Uh 
that's not to say you you can't do some repeating. I I think back to I don't I'm not open to this passage right now, Joel. But when uh, when Jesus was praying right before he went to the cross, uh, there's not a, a whole lot the Bible tells us about what he said. A little bit, um, really just a, a matter of a few sentences. Um, but the Holy Spirit in the Scripture summed up what Jesus prayed for in one hour, summed it up into just a few verses in the Bible. Uh, and and the, the Bible says Jesus would go back and check on the disciples and you know find out they were sleeping or something, and then he'd, he'd go back and pray the same things. There, there's a time where you can go back and 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 still petition God and and, and pray uh, in that way. So it's it's not that we're trying to really have a, a a teaching on how to pray here. It's just that, like you said, Joel, sometimes sometimes we just do things, and they're they're not always coming from the heart. Mm-hmm. If nothing else, I think yeah. What we're trying to say is is we can relax and we can just be real with God and and not try to be super spiritual and and not try to put on some phony show. Because um, if there's anybody who can see through phoniness, if there's anyone who can see through filler, <laughs> it's it's God because he he knows us and he knows what's in our hearts. And uh, really, as I as I learned something I learned in in confirmation class years ago that is has stuck with me. And I know there's more to prayer than this, but I did learn a definition of prayer, and it's conversation of the heart with God. And it's it's really my heart and God's heart communing together. And and we can be real. And He knows He knows where I'm at in life, and He knows where you're at in life. And and we can just be real, not have to put on a show for Him. Well, uh, you know, I think the subject we were going to get to, Joel, maybe we'll save that for the next one, um, the next program, uh, which would be next week, of course, because I, I think we can continue on with this for a few more minutes here, uh, because uh, I, I don't know about you, but if I can be honest, when I came into the grace walk and and gained better understanding of God's unconditional love, I think that I, um, and we've probably covered this subject before, but I, I, I think that my prayer time became less than what it was uh, when I was under a more legalistic mentality. And, and I, I still try and work this out with the Lord because I know I'm not required to uh, get before God for an hour a day so that I'll be blessed and protected and, and you know, he'll be happy with me. <laughs> <laughs> And I think those were some of the reasons why I used to spend uh, more time in prayer because I was afraid of uh, getting out from under the umbrella of God's protection and, mm-hmm. and I wanted all of God's blessings in my life. And so uh, without even realizing it, I think I was using my prayer time as a way to try to earn favor with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can relate to that. <laughs> I mean, it's like because you hear it so much you know that in you know in order to keep this to maintain this relationship with God you got to you got to make sure you're praying you got to make sure you're reading your bible you got to make sure you're witnessing and doing all these things like like you say we've talked about this a lot but we can start using those things like you say as as a means of justifying ourselves in front of God or at least just okay I've I've spent my time with God I, I've I've done that and so I feel better now and the opposite of that is, well, if I haven't done that, if I haven't done my prayer time today, uh, if I haven't read my Bible, then I start feeling bad about myself. And that's not what it's about. And, and it's not a requirement, but it's about this 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 father that we have that seems to love us for some reason and that wants to communicate with us. And And prayer sometimes doesn't even have to be words. I mean, so many times... Our thoughts, our thinking, just having our thoughts on, on the things of life and then 
and just keeping God in mind and all this stuff. Sometimes that's prayer, just just bringing Him in to our life because He is a part of our life. He's you know God is never not with us, and so prayer is just an you know when the Bible says pray continuously, you know pray, you know pray without ceasing. You know that doesn't mean for 24 hours a day we've got this our eyes closed and our hands folded and, and we're just praying, but it means that we we're recognizing that our communication from our heart is with God and and God is communicating with us through the things we see through the things we do through the things we experience. You know God's always communicating with us and it's not always in the form of words. Well, you hit the nail on the head there, Joel, because most of us, when we think of prayer, we think of us talking to God. And there is that time to just be silent, uh, to meditate uh, on the truth of his word, and sometimes just meditate on him and, and, and listen. Because I think there are so many opportunities we miss where God is trying to lead, guide, or even speak to us, speak to our hearts. And, and we don't take the time to listen. And, and I think that's an art that I would like to learn how to do a little bit better. Yeah, definitely. And I think that, that part of the uh, the whole purpose of this program, Growing in Grace, I mean, what, what it's all about is growing in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And so this is something that we grow in. It's something that we don't just automatically uh, uh, attain this place where we're in this perfect state of always communicating properly with God or, or communicating in, in the way that we really, really, truly desire. But I think God's grace is where it's at. I think that's probably a good place for us to end today, just to, to keep that focus on, on the grace of God, that he's not requiring prayer, uh, he's not requiring anything of us, but he loves us, he desires us. He doesn't need any of this stuff, but he desires uh, the fellowship with us, his children. Well, yeah, we got to end this one, Mike. I'm Joel and uh, my friend Mike with me. We'll get back with you again next time for more talk about growing in grace. In the meantime, if you'd like to, check out graceroots.org for more info. We'll be back again with you next time. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Baruzaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. 